Good morning. It's important to begin with giving thanks. Doing so sets us off on the right foot. Will you pray with me at this time? I thank you, God, for sharing your Holy Spirit to inspire and help discern the words that you would have me share this morning. I praise you for inspiring others to write and think and share about the scriptures. I am grateful for people around me to engage and share our passions about the biblical text. Without these many resources, I am not sure that I would be able to gather my words and offer them. May you be praised, O God, in all of it. Amen. Today we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday as well as Earth Day from earlier in the week. As many times as we find Jesus talked about as the Good Shepherd, it was striking to me that something completely new jumped out at me from this familiar passage this week. So this is what jumped out at me. In the midst of Jesus' discourse from the Gospel of John on being the Good Shepherd, He simply but boldly asserts that I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. Have you ever noticed that statement before? Or perhaps a better question is, more than notice it, have you ever given much thought to it and its theological implications? The thing that really strikes me is that, quite simply, Jesus isn't done yet. Despite all his healings, despite his preaching, despite all that he had already done, Jesus isn't finished yet. He still has more sheep to reach, sheep that are not in this fold. By extension, I'd suggest that God isn't done yet either. And this matters for a few different reasons, at least. First, God continues God continues to call people from all walks of life, from every nation on the face of the earth, and from each and every generation across the 2,000 years since Jesus first uttered those words. If that were not true, you and I would not have come to faith, and we certainly would not be investing our lives in the task and joy of proclaiming the gospel. Second, God is at work in our midst and through us to extend the invitation to abundant life offered by the Good Shepherd. We probably do know that, that peace, but, we are, but are we practicing it in our daily lives. Do each of you imagine that God is really using 
our lives and words to invite others to faith? Can we imagine that simply by praying for someone or inviting someone to be a part of our faith community or to be a part of some sort of service actions in the name of love, that we, that we might be the vessel by which God continues to reach out and embrace God's beloved sheep found beyond this fold. Also, those who will one day constitute Jesus' flock are beyond our imagining. There is a tremendous expansiveness to Jesus' statement in this passage. And we do not know, because neither Jesus nor John tells us, the limits of the fold that Jesus is describing. All we know is that Jesus, and therefore God, isn't done yet. Jesus is still calling. God is still searching. And in time, we will all be, as Jesus says, one flock under one shepherd. Now, I know more and more people who are worried about friends and family members who no longer associate with the faith of their childhood who don't necessarily identify as Christian anymore. And while I acknowledge that my sermon is not the best place to hash out the merits of a universalist versus particularist view of salvation, I do think I can say with confidence this morning that God is not done yet. I think that we can say that God works in ways beyond our imagining to bring together one flock. I do think I can say that Jesus Christ's mercy and grace are for all. So what makes me so bold to proclaim these promises, even though I don't know for sure the path of the various people you and I are concerned about. This is what makes me so confident. Jesus is the good shepherd, the one who laid down his life for the sheep, all the sheep. And Jesus who was raised to life once again, affirmed his role as the good shepherd and that promise that all would come together in one fold. Which I think means that while we may not know all that God has in mind for those who have followed different paths, I nevertheless trust them all to the mercy and grace of the Good Shepherd. So perhaps this week, as a start, we might pray about some of, about some of the anxieties we harbor and concerns we hold regarding those 
who in our estimation have left the faith or seem on the edge of our community or have not yet believed in the good news of God's grace. Rather than push and pull folks in praying for them from a place of anxiety, I would encourage us to ask that God would work in us and through us to share the abundant life we ourselves have experienced. In turn, others will see God's light shining through us. I think that we might also pray that we grow to offer our own personal witness to others and trust to God the loving fate of all God's children and sheep. This becomes easier when we remember the faith God has already shown in us by sending the Good Shepherd, the one who lays down his life for us and all people out of nothing other than sheer abiding and eternal love. Thanks be to God. I know that it is not very easy to hear all of what I am saying today about folks that you are worrying about. I know that there are many in my hearing voice today who are pretty sure that they do indeed need to know what one might describe as the criteria for salvation. And yet I think it is nevertheless an important moment to step back and trust God through prayer that all those you love and care about that God looks after them too, regardless of their participation in a faith community or their professed beliefs. Let our love carried out in peace and care for all of creation be the hallmark of who we are. May we, too, carry the spirit of the Good Shepherd. Will you pray with me? God of love, help us to see that you are truly the God of all, and that all our paths lead to you. And when we are lost, and feeling separated from you, that you seek us out. May we come together this day. We thank you for your grace and your eternal love. Amen.